0: 2020 podcast. What? It's a 2020
1: podcast. What? It's 2020 podcast, bro. What? 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 Yo, what's going on? What's going on? This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host Nathan McFly and your nigga Woodrow. Shout out to the Nation of Domination. Hey,
0: there we go, there we go. How you doing? How's everybody <laughs> doing? Hopefully, the week has been going well. It's been going really well over here at the Twenty by Twenty. We got a lot of stuff coming out. Uh, Before we get into anything, we'd just like to let you know we have more merch coming. We got about three designs that we're working on right now. We probably put up something, maybe an image, within the next two weeks
1: or so. Well, shout out to Brian Pillman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Million Dollar Man and Virgil.
1: (laughs) Shout out to Eric and (laughs) Rock
0: Word, man. But uh, please be on the lookout for that. As you know, we are heavily on the social media with Twitter, Instagram. Might have to do some videos on Thriller. I don't know, man. Shout out to Guns. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. Shit is crazy. Shit is crazy. What's going on, though, G? Talk to me. Chilling, man. I mean, we're recording our first podcast this should be up on youtube yeah 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 you know first
0: video on youtube will be going up this is the episode for it
1: episode 79 where so look out for the for the for the for the first youtube video you know should be yeah. good yeah, yeah, yeah. turn be good. into some youtubers <laughs> what's in my wrestling bag? We, we, we ain't gonna play video games and put it on YouTube, though. What's in your wrestling bag? What's in my wrestling <laughs> bag? This
0: this uh, Dr. Dre, the Chronic 2001. <laughs> Yo, 20 years, bro. That's crazy. Like, I remember. That makes he, me feel old as fuck. Yeah, I feel old as fuck saying that that shit was 20 years ago when I was rocking it. I was a
1: teenager. You know what's pretty dope, too? I had a thought. Cause well, we were early teens, early teens. 20 years ago. <laughs> CDs was out. I feel like CDs like wasn't twenty years ago. CDs was it, twenty years. It was ago like my G. it was later, than it, it was like twenty five years no, no, Of course, CD, CDs was like a focal point as growing up. But in my head, like CDs was just something that came and went, like in the early two thousands. But that shit was actually. Yo, it. as soon
0: as the first digital music holder came out, it was a rap. It was a rap. It was a rap for CDs. At then. An iPod came out. Oh my God! Who had a CD player after an iPod? I had really? a walk-in.
1: I had a walk-in uh, CD player, like a Walkman CD player. Yeah, with zero shockproof. So I <laughs> the yellow joint. I literally nah. It was like black, and it was like a VCR. Like, that ass. No, when I, I said the yellow joint was the Walkman, remember that? <laughs> shit yeah, it was the grip? It <laughs> nah, I had the Dookie. The Dookie CD player, like, you literally could not walk with that. You had to, like, just sit down and listen to it. <laughs> like because if you walk, it just starts skipping, yeah. And then they came out with the, the shock crew But, yeah, yeah. Shout out to CDs. Word, man. Right now, it's
0: just all... Shout out to the Music, Yo, shout out to the chronic. What was your favorite joint off the chronic? <sighs> because, yo, I was listening to it a little while ago before coming over here. And... Yo, no lie, I think I listened
1: to the first 10 tracks, no skip. Mm, No skip, bro. I mean, like, you know, like, the next episode, like, Mm -hmm. there's some joints on there that's just, like, classic to hip-hop, but yeah, I haven't, I definitely haven't checked that album out. Like, Like one song from that album, like, all songs are fire on that album, that's why it's a classic, but one
0: song I love listening to and love hearing the lyrics of that song is What's the Difference? What's the
1: difference between me and you?
0: You talk Took a good one, one, but you ain't do what you are supposed, supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like that song right there, and then, yo, like exhibit, exhibit was coming coming into fruition at that moment too. Like Exhibit was just dropping bars on everybody's album. Not for nothing too. Like I'm not a big Eminem fan, but Eminem went off on that oh. album. Dude, that was Eminem's. For me, I would say his peak era. Like. Though, that Dre album the first two M albums i even say probably the third one the Eminem show but what he did on those first two albums especially on the
1: Marshall Matters LP right but uh his his part on the on the uh Chronic 2000 was was official like oh, he was yeah. good he oh, was yeah. good
0: not an Eminem fan yeah shout out to Jay-Z for the bars he wrote for, for Dr. Dre though some real shit. Yeah, like I remember <laughs> I remember like
1: Nas wrote some bars for Dre. Like Dre was like he was always dope at at using other people's flow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like he'll, Yo, he'll he will master your flow. The way he used his uh Jay's flow on the what's the joint with him and Snoop Dogg? It was a single uh, I don't remember. Ah. Oh, shout out to man. the sponsor. Yo shout out to the sponsor bro <laughs> I do not Jesus, remember you don't
1: remember that joint Nah, but I could hear it in my head.
0: Oh man! Like Diddy
1: too. Diddy's another one that when they when they write for Diddy, when they when they (laughs) write for Diddy, you can you can tell who's writing for Diddy. Like Diddy with dead ass sound, like still DRE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! You can hear Jay's influence all
0: over that track, bro. But you know what? Yeah, we should I use that song at the I just got kind of stuck. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like thinking about Dre's bars right now. Oh man, Dre had bars, bro, bars, bro, and it was because of the people writing for him. <laughs> that's dope, though. No, I'm that's like, fuck dope. It. That's dope, bro. Definitely.
1: Hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, there was definitely a fucking dope bar on this shit that I I, I need to like. I need to let go right now. Hold on.
0: Yo. <laughs> Please don't mind the commercial. <laughs>
1: the body responds to music in a magical way. Together, press skip. Magic. <laughs> press skip. It
0: just gave me that opportunity. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. wasn't. Look.
1: As soon as that joint dropped. Yo. Still, still, Scott storage, man. man. That's got storage, right there. And yeah, that's
0: definitely his keys when he was working with Dre, huh. Yo. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> listen,
0: listen, listen, like
1: we told you guys
0: before, this was a... Hey. This is, not was, but it is a... Hey. Pro Wrestling Podcast fueled by hip-hop, man. I'm telling you. it goes back and forth, baby. Dyer loves. Right or wrong? Ah, big facts. Big facts. Let know how I feel about it. You you don't hear J on that? You don't hear J on
1: that? Still. (laughs) Still. still not loving police. Still, still rocking like, my rock cat the a cup and a still got love with a cuff
0: in a crease. What? That shit was banging. That shit was banging, bro. For sure. That shit was banging. 20 years ago. Wow, 20 was ready. years ago. Shout out to Dre, man. Oh, man. What a classic. But yes, let's get
1: into Hold what on. we want to talk about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, Before we, we get into track. <laughs> yeah, I always think about like... <laughs> When Tupac stopped fucking with uh fucking with Dre was beefing with Dre or whatever. And they asked they asked Tupac, they're like, yo, what's up with Dre man? He's like, man, I don't know what's up with Dre, man. He be upstairs sucking dick, eating pussy. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, shout out to two <laughs> pops. Sorry, Potters. I had to throw that out there. Shout out to pops. Yeah, on the 20th man. anniversary. Thanks. <laughs> Yo, to ask him, to say a nigga either sucking dick or eating pussy, it's a nasty man right there. Like, <laughs> a <little> creepy gentleman. <laughs>
0: Holy shit, man. But, um,. To get, to get past all that right now and just get into what we want to talk about, Jordan Miles is making headlines once again. Hope we're going to start with the next Nah, season. yeah, we're going to start with that. We're going to start with that. So, Jordan Miles put out two videos. One where he's basically, you can even see it in his face, before you even click the play button on that video, you already know what he's about, just looking at his face. He quit... Fucking WWE. And That's so what he cool. said in the video now, you know, a lot of people, you know, basically just wrote it out. They were saying that he said, as of today, I'd like to officially announce that I quit fucking WWE. I am no longer employed. I refuse to work for racists. I fucking quit. Fuck that. I hate, I hate the fucking company and everything it fucking stands for. All they ever did was hold our fucking people back. I do this shit for the culture. I don't need anyone's fucking permission to do what I, to do what I want to do. Screw Jordan Miles. Don't even call me by that slave name. Call me ACH and don't forget the super bitch. So besides of him getting on his beanie seagull at, at the end, he called it a slave name. Now. This is a name that you agree to when you're working for the company. Because I'm pretty sure half the time they'll probably use the same name you're coming from the indies with. Unless it just doesn't pop right for them. So if you're agreeing to a name, you can't really call it a slave name. They ain't beat it out of you. You know what I'm saying? Man, he
1: agreed to everything. He agreed to the name. He agreed to the fucking t-shirt. He agreed to all that shit. And not for nothing, he sounds real fucking childish and real corny in them tweets. I didn't see the videos, but yeah, I read the videos was tweets. Crazy. Like the second video was him being a little more... He sounds calm. corny, man, calling out and saying fucking racist and doing all this shit. It's like, my man, if you really had a case, you would be moving a lot different. Yeah. But honestly, it seems like you've been doing a little bit of lying or some, something in there something is fishy. Something is wrong in there. Because... Honestly, like, I feel like a situation like this, it would have been blown up more. But the fact that it's not just shows that there's some type of bullshit in there that we, we probably aren't aware of. And basically, he, his last resort was to quit. Because if you felt the way, like, my man Cap yeah, felt like he was being blackballed whatever, but he still is trying to put his foot in there. Like, he's still fighting the fight. Jordan Miles basically just like, I fucking quit. I'm not working for racists. Like, come on, B. Like, you sound real corny. You sound like you're deflated. You sound like you've given up. Like, like what was the point of that? What was the point of saying anything then? Because apparently what I heard is that he actually approved the t-shirt, but he saw it in gray first. Yeah, he saw it in gray first because that's the image that's the they brought to him at first. But somebody wanted it in black. And and you know what? I'm sure WWE would have just took the T-shirt back if he really had an issue with it. No, they did,
0: and they put it in different in different lettering and different form because now it looked
1: like a Space Jam logo. All right, so my shit is then it should just be done. But you know we're in the call-out culture and cancel culture. And fucking, let me just post to social media. Let me hit the socials. My, my digression. On how, shit, I, yeah. on how I feel about shit. And honestly, he looks corny. Like, he looks fucking whack. So, again, I didn't know who the fuck Jordan Ma was before this. And honestly, we're probably not going to know who he is after this. I know you knew him as EHC, <laughs> A-C-H. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But my thing with this is this.
0: So... You brought this to the attention of not only, you know, the wrestling world, but just the world in general. You brought this over here, and you're supposed to be, like, the face of shit now. Like, to me, this, this is what I thought. Like, I'm all with, when he first came out with the shit, and he he made it basically known for everybody to see, I was like, that was a great, that was a great way to do it. You know what I'm saying? yeah. He was going crazy and then out of nowhere started calling people out. That's when I was like, damn, it fucked up. But right now, what you gotta do, you gotta make this shit worth something. You know what I'm saying? As you're talking about it, you gotta make that shit worth something. You gotta, you gotta do something different with your your personality, your your character, whatever it may be next, after all this shit in WWE. But he goes makes this video, goes crazy, calling racist, fuck this company, blah, 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 blah. Like, dude, if you really had it that hard, as you said you did, coming up from the indies, where your people, as you would say, always had to fucking go the extra mile and all this other shit, why not use this to your advantage on the biggest platform you've had or anybody else would have had and make it a positive? Why I keep on going the negative route? I feel like this is a negative route. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you built, you built the war. You're supposed to be the one right there in the, in, in the, in the, in the trenches, in the front, guiding everybody else on how to do this shit correctly. Right right now, like the way you just came out was wrong. And then you put out another video where you're a little more calmed down and all this other shit. And then everybody else right now is gonna talk about that he got mental issues. 'Cause he puts that fucking video out like an hour or two later.
1: Well, because if you're not consistent and Yeah, you're not consistent in your thoughts and yeah. the way you in the way you're presenting your your argument. And of course. And you're fucking being childish by just like shouting on fucking social on, on the socials. Cause I feel like
0: he's so fucking talented and so wanted. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Some people call him a cancer through different organizations he was in because he just He just basically looked at himself worth more than what people thought he was worth, which is great because that's the type of attitude you need in any type of competition. Yeah, that's fine. But now you got to the big fucking stage, you know what I'm saying? And you presented an argument. You had reasoning behind that argument. You should have done it a lot different. Not go back and then quit. So then it's like what people were fighting for you for. To see you all over the indies and not really doing much with five, six, six hundred, seven hundred thousand people. Listen, that's one of them niggas is me. You know what I'm saying? That's me at that show. But we need you on the bigger platform where people are really going to hear you. And if they didn't have any type of fucking believe in you. They didn't think if it was a fucking race thing, why they had you win their tournament, their breakout tournament as the breakout star for NXT. And they have you in a championship match with Adam Cole. Yeah, you lost because Adam Cole's on a hot streak right now and he got the belt. You presented a great match for you to display your skills. I could count a couple of white wrestlers who... Everybody on the internet be like, "Yo, dude, this motherfucker should have been champion." It never was. Yeah. It never was. Yeah, for sure. Like we talk about, we, we talk about the the ones that we like, like Rick Rude, Ted DiBiase.
1: Those niggas, imagine them niggas with the title, bro. Yeah, I I always wanted to see the Brooklyn Brother win a match. He never, a <laughs> match. <laughs> never, won never won a match. He never won a the title. Brooklyn never won a match. Like, as a kid, for some reason, I like Don Morocco. Nasty-ass ring attire.
0: Fucking Don Morocco. This motherfucker over here with his tie-dye shirts, his bench pressing niggas. I'm like, why doesn't he have the title? He's like the strongest guy there. Then I seen Hulk Hogan. I'm like, oh, this is why. Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are characters. These are beloved characters. And I feel that Jordan Miles is starting to get the best foot forward and... I don't know what the fuck happened. Yo, listen, at the end of everything, I'm wishing the best for this guy because he's so fucking talented and his talent needs to be seen on, on a big screen,
1: bro. That, that's just me and the way I feel. Yeah, well, shout out to that because I can care less at this point. I know, you you could care less. You could care less. I can care less at this point. <laughs> Jordan Miles, you played yourself. If we had a... Donkey of the day award. Yeah, if you had, had a name of the week award, you would win it. Quitter. Uh, <laughs> Keep going then. <laughs> he fucking quit. Like why did you I was with him? I'm like, yo, this is like, No, this you was is, definitely with him. Like you yo, was this definitely is gonna, with him on this that. is gonna turn into something. This is gonna put some attention on, you know, on the culture, on how black wrestlers are treated in wrestling. But instead, he quit. Alright, so. Jordan Miles or fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and that
0: is that. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that's big, 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 big right now is CM Punk's comeback. There's, some people are saying CM Punk's comeback. Some people are saying that he's just with Fox. And then you see photos going up and how he's thrown back into uh, basically, you know, like the the wrestlers, the wrestler profile shit on
1: WWE.com. You see CM Punk there now. Yeah, I mean, I know people are, like, running around saying, like, Oh, he's Fox signed him or whatever. Like, yeah, but obviously yeah, but that we'll comes... To okay that shit. Obviously that comes with a spot within wrestling. I mean, yeah. within WWE. Because... I mean... I, they, maybe, have to, they have to sign off on that. Maybe he won't wrestle again. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe it'll happen, like, a year from now. You know what I'm saying? We don't know, but... Obviously the opportunity will be there And a lot of people You know In what they call the IWC The internet
0: wrestling community so
1: Stop saying that bro. Stop <laughs> I know you don't like it, it. That's stop why it. I said it Stop saying that Stop <laughs> saying that am I, am I in the IWC? I don't know Are you? Do you do I don't you know comment, I might. Do you comment on wrestling on Twitter? I might Alright there you go Alright well I never signed up <laughs> Hey listen It's like you the know. Illuminati Yeah The IWC is the Illuminati You're
0: just there it's like, it's late. No, but it's like, they're, they're saying that he's a sellout, that okay. all the shit that he talked about WWE after he left and he still went back, like, they're just wondering why would he do that? And I'm like, yo, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he want to go back to the, to the biggest stage? The way they brought him back, I felt like it could have been better. I felt like it could have been better. But if... The main focus and the main plan is just to keep him on Fox Television. Um, yeah, it's understandable. But a lot of people is like bullshit. Fox got him within the within the within the the grips. Why not put him in a match? Now, I understand that too. Putting him in a match. Why not think about it? Survivor Series is in Chicago, in his hometown, right? Why? The fuck? Isn't he, like, the the hidden member of, like, one of the fucking... He could be. One of the teams in Survivor Series? No, it, it's he, not going to get the same pop anymore. Like, once you heard his the cult of personality, once you heard that fucking entrance music, imagine nobody would have known. And that entrance music fucking... Oh,
1: he just oh forget about so, it. The I pop would have been insane. I mean, again, like, with the way WWE is set up right now, like this could be a good thing I mean he you know he is who he is already right. you know bringing him back into the spotlight you know seeing if the fans are asking for this you know they, if they want to see him again yeah you know what I'm saying and if they do then you can eventually give it to them but there's so much talent in the WWE it's like what are you gonna how are you gonna just bring him into it and then you know and I'm if somebody falls back I say like he's already a draw you know people are gonna wanna listen to him because yeah. they haven't seen him in years so I think it's I think it's gonna be a good thing for the show. I think that's like the perfect person to bring in to bring more viewers to that show. Cause I'm I'm gonna watch it now. Right, you man. wanna hear what he has to say. It's a been lie. a while. I'm, I'm lying. I'm not. Gonna I know it. you're not gonna watch it.
0: Gonna but I am. I'm not gonna watch Backstage. <laughs> nigga, nigga, looked at me he's like, so
1: I'm gonna watch it. Like <laughs> it sounded good for a second. Like, oh, see punk. I'll be there. And then I'm like. No, nah, I'm not gonna watch that. <laughs> nah, I might yeah. see the
0: highlights. <laughs> no, but like I'm gonna watch it because I'm gonna be curious in what he's gonna say about certain shit because they seem so very like vocal about the product on the show. And Rollins is already looking thirsty.
1: Yeah, like, already, come Fight on. me. Yeah, like relax. But it's not about Ricochet. you. Rollins. I got next. <laughs> Yo, Rollins is always trying to put his name in everything, be a part of everything. Like, bro, it's not about you, man. Like, let the man do his Fighting thing. Good. Low back, key, bro. low key heel right
0: there, bro. Low key heel. For sure. Oh my god! For sure, man. but you know, they you know, pretty pretty dope that uh, CM Punk is back. But maybe some people feel like you know, we spoiled a good surprise on you. Remember that? No. Remember when Big Daddy when they were gonna fuck? Oh, uh, <laughs> <it>. his birthday. <laughs> they felt
1: <laughs> bad. Yeah, <laughs> that's how backstage is to compare to what he would have been at Survivor Series. Again, like I get it. Then he's at Survivor Series, and then what? You know, then he's just another wrestler. Like he could I think, be just an attraction. I think this is good. What I think, happened to
0: wrestlers? Certain wrestlers, at least when they get to a certain age, being
1: attraction. Or what if? Because he doesn't. He didn't seem like he wanted to wrestle anymore. So no, what he, if they he just wants just, just talk shit. What if they just like offered him an opportunity that he couldn't, you know, turn down? They offer him like a bag. To fucking just no, be like on the show. Like i said, it would have taken a big bag to go back to WWE. And I'm, I'm sure it was a pretty good bag for oh, him to oh just yeah. go and talk his shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'll be looking out for that. Shout yeah. out to uh, CM Punk. Yo, what, what's the CM stand for? I wish I knew. It's like Corey Myers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wish I knew. I don't even go into that shit like, you know, too much. Whatever, CM Punk. <laughs> My bad. Phil Brooks. Fuck you. Anyways. Um so Monday Night Raw was it really, you know, I don't
1: know. It was trash, just say it bro. Yeah. Yeah, Monday Night Raw was pretty trash. Yeah, I like what I like to do now is I'll just watch the highlights. <laughs> your boy Humberto
0: Was in the main event You've seen that right <laughs> and, and and did his thing Yo, I, yo Where's your goes from one week Who the fuck is Humberto To the next week Like you see my pants though <laughs> Now he's all over Now
1: Humberto's a household name Oh shit
0: But what I like about all this Is Randy Orton this whole thing with Humberto, Ricochet, him, and the OC. Randy Orton is, like, in the middle of shit. Like, he could be a heel when he wants to. Be the nigga that everybody loves when he wants to. And he's just still mad cool. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, he's mad cool. I don't give a fuck what he said on a video game chat. That motherfucker was probably in the game doing what he does. He
1: said, nigga. You're going to bring that up now. I mean... Speaking of, we got to talk about your boy that was on the Jabba Tears. Yeah, but, uh, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll go into that. We'll which, go into
1: that. And, and Tom Brady also said the word, nigga. Oh, Let's burn? not forget that. Oof. Yeah, he saw Eric, uh, Eric Reed. Eric Reed. He's, <laughs> He's like, oh, they know you my kryptonite, this nigga. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yo, Tom Brady, low-key goat. He's, he's the GOAT. <laughs> but we not canceling Tom Brady. Nah, actually I am canceling Tom Brady. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Do it the George Miles. My- Do the Jordan Miles <laughs> way. Do it the Jordan Miles
0: way. <laughs> I quit, yeah. They- oh my god, yo. For the ones that be commenting yeah, I quit. on the <laughs> On the shit with... A oh, whole black people in wrestling shit—they're probably gonna cancel us, bro. Jesus, I mean, yo, you gotta understand from where we coming from. Look, look, look at the way we look. You know, like we out here, we experience a whole lot, a whole lot deeper shit than you know whatever Jordan Miles is putting out there. But I just, I just feel he needs to find some clarity with this whole, you know, this whole thing with WWE and. Really, really go in with it, man. Cause this is what he's gonna need for now. For sure. As with with that whole with that whole situation. But um, like I said about Randy Orton, Randy Orton is a fucking star, man. Like that fucking guy. I mean, 20, 20 years already. You know, twenty years already. He's not even forty. And he's just looking better and better every day that he's going out there and, you know, battling with these new with these newcomers, I could say. Because Ricochet and the OC, they're not, they're not, you know, WWE lifers like how he is. You know, he came through the independent rankings of WWE in order to make it to where he's at right now. So, shout out to Randy Orton and Woodrow Post, You know what I'm saying? And... Fucking, fuck so. yo, please stop the fucking Rusev and Lana shit. Now you calling Rusev a sex addict. He out there had the fucking British people cheering for him. What in the fuck, man?
1: Like, yo, Rusev is looking like a nasty Ugh. cuckold
0: Yo, my nigga, Rusev is looking bad out here, bro. Bad, my nigga, bad. They need to stop this, and supposedly he loves this shit. Like, he's loving the whole thing and the whole way it's going. It's like, yo, dude, nah, man. Nah, I don't I don't need you to keep on talking about this shit and this bitch is over here fucking, you know, fucking your mans. I don't know. Are you guys cool? Like, what the fuck is going on? I like How this shit happened? Did you guys room together? I think Was the- it Matt Hardy leader in Edge type shit? What's going on?
1: I mean, I think that's what they're trying to, like, go for. Like, you know, try to get a little raunchy yeah, the, with it. A little but Matt like, Hardy, the way... The, she the said sex, why, like, ten times during yo, that fucking dude. promo.
0: <laughs> the reason why, like, the Matt Hardy-Edge leadership worked because that shit was real life. Like, Edge literally took that bitch from him, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, Edge was fucking how well. his motherfucker was recouping. From surgery, that shit's nasty in the words of what, Joe. Nasty. That's why that shit worked. This shit right here, this shit looks just forced down. Like, it's not going to work. It would never work. She's probably not even that into Bobby Lashley. She's probably look at
1: that nigga like, eh, whatever. Eh. I <laughs> mean, I don't know. She, like I said, every time I've seen her, with, she, she looks ready, bro. She, <laughs> she looks, looks ready. She looks ready, bro. willing, and able. Um... And I remember I said like she gave me like a little like Latina vibe. Yeah. And I think it was because of the way she says, she'd be like Rusev yeah, with my husband
0: Rusev. Yeah, but that's her doing the the Russian. Yeah, Russian yeah. That she, she does you know? sound
1: she does sound a bit. Yeah. Russian she can do with all that Russian shit.
0: But you know what? There's not much besides you know. Shout out to Walter for being on Raw. But they made him and Imperium look pretty ass. Just gonna say that. But uh, let's let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going, cause we, what we're here for as wrestling fans now, at least, because it's the newest shit right now, is these Wednesday night wars. You got AEW Dynamite. You got NXT. NXT, I'm telling you, is I to me, I feel like NXT is really blowing shit out the water, bro. When it comes to the matches. They're putting on fucking pay-per-view type matches through the fucking show. Yeah. But AEW is a great mix of everything at the moment. Like what they just did with uh, Cody and MJF. That whole segment right there was fucking incredible. Yo, shout out to MJF, man. That dude yes, is young and in charge in the game, baby.
1: He's a young he's a young cat, 23 years old. That promo that he did was fucking clean, it was fire, like, it was believable, like, cause yo a lot of times, like, watching wrestling now honestly, like, seeing these wrestlers on the mic I'd be cringing like, oh, be, like it'd, be it'd be awkward it'd be awkward, I'd be feeling, like, embarrassed for them sometimes, like when they try to, like, say something mean or, it just doesn't, like it, I'm not feeling it but MJF, he came off, like super authentic, like he, w- he had the crowd shitting on him they had a bunch of chants going on. They was calling him asshole. Yeah. And he incorporated it into his promo. Like, Cody's the real asshole. Like, <laughs> I, I honestly, like, was really feeling it. Like, yeah. so shout out to him. And honestly, like, he, he wasn't, like... I'm sure, like, being 23 years old, like, we was talking about it off mic. Like, he was watching wrestling like, probably, like, in the early 2000s is when he probably first started, like, really watching wrestling, like, which the Attitude Era had already been started and went, kind of, um, but he was, like, that promo can fit right into that era. Oh, hell yeah. That promo was, like, esque of, you know, um, I was gonna say Hogan, (laughs) but I, like, you know, I got, like, old-school Jericho vibes, Triple H. The Shawn rock. Michaels kind of vibes, Bret Hart type vibes, like when Bret Hart was a heel. The rock, awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, you know, like so shout out to MJF man, shout out to Long Island. You know, right there. <laughs> to the shout, shout out to the rock. Yo, Mike, the what up? <laughs> shout out to the dicks. Whoa. D I X pause.
0: Pause. But yeah, man, that was uh that was highlight of that night and I seen towards the end of that um the end of that show they're really really pushing Scorpio Sky to get a clean victory over Jericho. Like Jericho's record right now in AEW has been unblemished. Now it has a blemish in the name of Scorpio Sky. <laughs> like they let him get the clean roll up and then you see Jericho going crazy. Fucking throwing shit around, hitting everything with fucking steel chairs. I appreciate it. He looks like it. either he had a little bit too much of the bubbly <laughs> or he's just whining, like you know, like a true heel. I loved it. Totally loved it. Yeah, I, I appreciated it for sure. But what Wednesday nights got do, got got me doing, and a lot of people say like, oh I'm just recording one, I'm just gonna watch one fully and don't watch the next one until the until I'm done. I'm like, I can't do that. Knowing that both are on at the same time, I'm recording both shows because I'm, I'm flipping back and forth back so and forth. I go to fucking NXT and we have Keith Lee versus Roderick Strong. Now, out here in the East Coast, like I've seen that match. I've seen that match in Evolve, You know, and it's great. It's fucking phenomenal. Shout out to LaBoom. So, watching that... On USA, NXT, and them going the distance the way they did. And Keith Lee coming out with a clean win as well over the North American champion. I mean, this is something that I felt like it was coming. I feel like they have more trust within Keith Lee to be a star within NXT, especially on the platform they are on now, which is a way bigger platform. And this is not only the WWE Network Network. You know, you go into the biggest part of full sales and, you know, have a show of, like, 1,500 people. Like, this guy, Keith Lee, is going to be a star, bro. Fucking 320 pounds doing moonsaults, flying over the fucking top rope. Dude, he's going to be a fucking star. Damian Priest looked like a star when he entered himself in the whole feud with uh, Pete Dunne and Killian Dane. I mean... The shit he does at his size... I mean, he's like about 6'6", 240... But he looks like a solid basketball player. A nigga built like LeBron James and shit, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? This nigga's like... Just slingshot himself off a rope... To do a, to do a flip outside. Yo. Amazing. Amazing. Fine. Like, NXT has so much talent... You don't know where the mid-card and uh, the main event... Like, you, you know certain people at the main event... But you know other people that are considered mid-card guys that would be fitting in just perfectly within the main event. That's how good and deep their roster is in NXT. Another thing, I know, you like you always say, you're not into the fucking female matches, bro, but watch that fucking ladder match between Lo Shirai and the HBIC of NXT, Mia Yen. That right there was fire, bro. Fire. Fire, bro. Fire. Fire. All right. All right. I mean, dude, me and Yen got busted open. I don't know what they used to make her not fucking gush blood as much as she was gushing in the beginning. But whatever they used, fucking work. There were so many different spots with the ladders. Yo, these <coughs> these ladies came to fucking play and put on a fucking performance in a half, bro. Shout out to them. That's what's up. All right.
1: All right. sorry i missed that could you say it again please yo siri we're say, recording
0: say it again <laughs> we're
1: recording siri what's wrong with you yo siri why bro i think she was feeling the fact that you was bigging up that woman's match she's <laughs> like yo i'm sorry i couldn't hear you say it again what is it you said? <laughs> but
0: yeah man shout out i mean this week uh i saw the numbers AEW was up on NXT by about two hundred and fifty thousand viewers, from what I was saying. So last week, be- you know, the week before, it was only a nine thousand view gap. Right now, they're back at the digit you know six digit gap, which is crazy, because I feel like both shows are giving us like really, really, like crazy fucking you know, programs. I just don't know why NXT is not clicking at the moment, bro.
1: Again, because it's still like, even though it's been established for a minute, it's still like the newest one that they're pushing. Yeah. So you got to give it like some time for them to get established. AEW, like I said, it's still the the draw of the bigger stars and the fact that they're new. So people want to, again, like me, I watched AEW Dynamite. And it was a a good show. Shout Shout out to Darby Allin. It it was actually a fucking dope show. But I I wasn't even checking NXT, to be honest. Nah, yo, NXT is good. I mean, I I love Wednesdays now. Like, I look
0: forward to Wednesdays. You know what I mean? Just to watch wrestling. Because I know... Yo, it's just, like, that nostalgic factor of, like, being a kid and, like, having to, like, go to both channels. Da, 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 da. And then those Mondays where my mom had to fucking work overtime, I'm like, yeah, I get to go to both rooms now. And just, you know, like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah,
1: don't even gotta go. switch channels. I just put them on in both rooms and that's shit. That's fire. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's privilege. That's privilege. <laughs> this guy had two cable boxes in his apartment. He was rich. No, well, my mom worked two full-time jobs, bro. <laughs>
0: That's what's up. Oh, man. Shout out to the illegal cable boxes, too. They made it all work. Made it all work, man. Spice Channel. It <laughs> was no more 62, 63. 62, 63. <laughs> that was the king of this shit. It's like, wow, it was fucking nice. <laughs> watch the whole programming. Just stop when the commercials came on and shit. Yo, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, this is great great time to be a wrestling fan so we're gonna get into friday night now friday nights haven't always been the best since going to fox i mean everybody's talking about how the smackdown show has really been digressing a bit and the fucking writing is horrible and you see that with the whole shit with Corbin and the dog and some dude dressed up in it as a dog, I, I, I don't even fucking know what it is, bro. Like, that shit is fucking ridiculous. But, it's the reaction he gets from the crowd. So much booming, so much hatred. Like, you seeing that as somebody that owns a company, you're like, oh my god, this guy's so over, has a fucking heel. Oh my god, this guy's perfect. So you keep giving him all that bullshit, you know? I guess we just ha- don't have to react to it then. In order for us to get what what we want, to be honest to me, I'm getting what I want within Baron Corbin. He's a yeah. chicken shit heel. You yeah. just talk shit. Like that's what he is. I feel like people just need to accept that shit. That's what he is, and don't front like he's not getting good in the ring. I think his game is getting to flawless territory right now, bro. He knows exactly what he's supposed to do in the ring, how to do it. Tell me, man. Baron Corbin, best heel in the game, baby. Been saying it.
1: Best heel in the game. Well, not in the whole game. And maybe in WWE's game.
0: I don't know. To me, best heel in the game, bro. He gets Over the Jericho best, right now? But he gets, like, the best raw, like, hatred from everybody. That That's what makes it heel. Jericho's a tweener. Jericho's, like, right in between. Everybody loves Jericho, but then they boo Jericho. Okay. I hear what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Baron Corbin is just heelish. You just hate that nigga. You can't like him. Yep. Unless you like heels. Young Pitbull right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, i telling you. Fucking Pitbull in the face ass nigga, bro. He out here, baby. <laughs> <Poor>. <laughs> you know? But um, one thing I'm starting to see within SmackDown, especially after his interview with CBS, is... The renamed Mustafa Ali. He got his first name back. I caught that. He's going to be their top star on SmackDown. At one point. Mm -hmm. He will be the top star on SmackDown. Think he's going to get that push? He's going to get that push. And I think it starts at Survivor Series. He's part of the Survivor Series team, They want to build NXT as strong. As a really strong squad. So I feel like Most of NXT squad will be towards the end of the match. Like, probably like three out of five of them niggas. I think Raw's going to get wiped out. SmackDown's going to get wiped out. And Ali's going to be the sole survivor. They're going to make him like that underdog coming up. And I feel like he's going to get the biggest pop when that fucking shit happens, bro. And he's going to go on that Kofi? On that Kofi run? Nah, eh, not a Kofi run, but he's going to go on a nice little run. He's going to get himself a secondary title and make it mean something. That's gonna be that. That's my. That'll goal. be good.
1: Let him go after that IC title. Yeah, that's my good. predict.
0: That that's my prediction for. Yeah, I can definitely see survivor him as the IC champion for sure. That's my main prediction for Survivor Series. Mustafa Ali will be the lone survivor in that match. him big.
1: Another question: Who do you think is in the egg? What do you mean? <laughs> I remember Survivor series all those years ago. Oh, my God. An and it was like, Sing oh, who's I forgot what wrestlers they were saying was going to be in the Ultimate Warrior, I think was one of it's them. Like Bob Acklin or some Some wrestlers shit. that were like missing at the time. Like, you know, I forgot would yeah. yeah. the Google. Whatever the fuck they call yeah, it. it. Yeah, it ended up being the turkey. Mitch <laughs> McMahon's son. Oh, was <laughs> like, Who's in the egg? But I I feel like I
0: see that happening. I see that happening very soon. And sorry to cut off, but we're going to have a great big episode next week coming. We're going to have our own Survivor Series panel with the Jabba Tears and Heartbreak Julio from DTTH Radio. It's going to be a fucking spectacle. Just tune in next week and you already know Oh, yeah. That's the single
1: (laughs) Julio. Julio's going to be in the building, baby. to my nigga Jules, man. That's crazy. Julio's going to be in the building, baby. It's coming full circle. All right. I like this. I like this. He's like, I like it. I like it a lot. That's what's up. It's going to be a lot of weed smoke in there, in the air that day. Yeah, probably outside the studio. I don't know if you could burn in there, my brother. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Yo, don't tell me no rules. <laughs> no more locked doors.
1: <laughs> Yo, man. But yeah, speaking of the Java Tears, I actually wanted to bring up uh you had you had Tom. you had asked me if I listened to their last episode. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. when they were they had on uh Joe Bellini. Bellini oh, from Warriors and Wrestling. From Yeah, the owner of Warriors and Wrestling. Because uh a couple of years ago... He looks like a nasty man. A <laughs> couple of years ago, he uh, he dropped he dropped the N-word with the hard G-E-R. Hard E-R. No, it was the hard ger. He threw that ger on there. Um, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? He was on the podcast, and it was basically like trying to find out why he said what he said. You know what I'm saying? They were trying to get into the psychology of like... Is he the type of person, you know? Like after he leaves the podcast, like is he just gonna go back to being a racist piece of shit? Because you know, like he was—he was apologetic, you know. I'm saying he was trying to clean it up by saying like, yo, you know, I fed black people. I've had black people in my house. Like <laughs> the thing <is> that I, <laughs> I, fed I had black people. I have black wrestlers wow. in, on my promotion, you know. So he was basically like really. Trying to clean it up by saying, like, I have that black, I have a black friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where, you know, as we know, man, as we fucking know, you can be a part of any type of social group or race or around any race and still have hatred for that group and still be a bigot. So I can't just say, just because he's clean, like I say, he's cleaning it up by saying, like, He's fat. I, I fed black people. Like, you know, I, I feed anybody that comes to my house. I'm like, you know, like, you honestly should have just been like, you know what? I was mad. And dude was black. Yeah. <laughs> and I just felt like saying, you know what? Fuck him. And you should have just left it at that. But, you know. Like, how, how would you felt if he would have said that, though? Honestly, if he would have just been like, yo, I said it. Like, I didn't. You know, I probably shouldn't have said it, which he did say I probably shouldn't have said it, but he didn't own up to saying it. He basically just sounded like it was, it's kind of, it sucks that it's just being brought up again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has to, like, defend himself again again because, you know, he wasn't really taking the responsibility that he said it. It was more like he was taking the responsibility that people were upset that he said it. You know what I'm saying? He was just trying to clean up that fact. When really it's like if that is a part of your vocabulary and you're going to use it in a a derogatory way, then you you are using it as hate at the end of the day, no matter how you no matter who you cool with. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. it's not to be cool. It's not cool to be hatred, but I don't know, know why we're bringing it up. It's like if you know this is the type of person he is, just don't fuck with him. Like, you don't got to bring it up and talk about it and make him, like, explain himself. Yeah. Like, honestly, anything he says, to me, isn't going to be good enough. It's like, this is the type of person you are? Fuck you. I ain't fucking with you. Fuck out of here, Joe. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay. But, but, you know, I know Wilkins and, you know what I'm saying, Um, Janelle, it was like, you know, Black was like, you know, he saw both sides of it. But my thing was like, I get it. You want to have a conversation about it, but I don't think there's any way to really clean it up. I feel like this is the like, and you to know like it happened and that's it. If if my my old Twitter got deleted, like I I like was on Twitter in like two thousand seven and like I was going like super hard and like at the time like I was like getting all this like knowledge of self and you know like learning about who I am as a melanated being in this world and all this and what that <laughs> means. You know what I'm saying? And So, you know, like, with showing the self-love, I used to shed light on the non-melanated beings yes, of this the world. the light-skinned ones. And, you know, like, maybe I came off kind of, like, racist and, and hateful or whatever, but, you know, in my heart, I was always, like, just speaking, like, from a place of love, you know what I'm saying, like, um, and I, so I get, like, how, like, people could just dig up your Twitter and be like, yo, you, you know, you're saying some foul shit, you know what I'm saying, but, again, if, if you look at my Twitter and you feel a way about me, just don't fuck with me, if you think you're gonna bring me somewhere and I'm gonna explain to you why 12 years ago I was talking mad shit, (laughs) like, I'm not gonna do that with you, either don't fuck with me or whatever, so it's like, for what he did, I mean, to me, it was just a moment of anger or whatever. Yeah, and like I know, felt maybe that's he's true. racist. Like, I, maybe he's racist. Maybe he's not.
0: Like no, and like the, and, they, and they pointed that out. They're like, "Yo, when you know, and in, in the heat, in the heat of the moment, like you, you basically show who you are." You right, know what I'm they were telling him that, and then he, you know, he. He was talking about how, like, yo, like, I can't... You know, like, basically, I felt like he was saying, like, yo, damn, I can't believe you want me to, like, apologize to the people that did me wrong. Meaning that group of people that burned his shit, right? And, and that just Hold shows up. you that he wasn't getting it. He wasn't getting it Exactly. Anymore. Like, he's like, I did that That wasn't for a specific group of people altogether. That's all he kept on saying. And I love the fact that, you know, like, Sir Wilkins, uh, Mr. Black, and Janelle, like, they didn't let him try to get away with that. You know what I'm saying? They kept on asking him. They kept on pressing him with questions.
1: Yeah, they were trying to get the you psychology know, try, of it. Yeah, but, yo.
0: But then, if he's not gonna give it to you, then it's like, alright, cool. He's gonna say what he wants to say,
1: and that's it. You know who he reminded me of? You ever seen uh Do the Right Thing? Yeah. So the the pizza. Sal's, yeah, yeah, Sal's, yeah, 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 Sal's, Sal's yeah, yeah, yeah. Pizzeria, right? The, the son, I forgot Joey, probably or some shit. I forgot the name, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it's Joey, it's mad funny. (laughs) So, you know, he's, like, talking about, like, he's like, yo, who's your favorite basketball player? And he's like, Magic Johnson. And it's like, all his, like, favorite sports players were, like, black, whatever. And he was like, yeah, but that's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when I, you know, when I talk about black people, I'm not talking about them, because they're not black, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, at that moment, kind of, like, Basically, like, his racist he was just, he was just focusing his racism on one person. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't talking about everybody. Yeah, he's like, yo, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. He wasn't speaking (laughs) generally. He was speaking, like, you know, to a specific person. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, so, whatever, like, I just found, you know, I just thought it was, you know, pretty, it was pretty cool, you know. Yeah, it was a great episode. You know, it was good, and um, I just wanted to, like, comment on it and... You know, shout out to the Tears, man. Right we'll get right to on. you know, I'll get to see them soon and yeah, yeah but it's definitely it definitely a great bit.
0: episode. And like I said, I was from the Tears podcast. Looked them up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, whatever they did. Or yeah. they all over, man. They all over the place. They all over the place running shit. Well, that was oh wait, seventy-nine, I said, right? Yeah, episode seventy-nine. So you,
1: you know got, that's all you
0: got for them this all week. So I got man, cause you, we're gonna have a fucking crazy episode next week. I don't want to give them too much this week. You know what I'm saying? No overkill over here. You know what I mean? All right. We're gonna have a great episode next week. I'm pretty sure you're gonna like the one we just we just made right now. So yeah, man. Just please, please. Remember, remember, next week, our Survivor Series panel with the Jabba Tears podcast, Janelle from HR, Sir Wilkins, and we're going to have Heartbreak Julio in the building from DTTH Radio. It's going to be a spectacle. It's only going to be that way because that's what we know how to do over here in the 20 by 20 podcast. Either go hard or go home. We're just going to make everything better than what it is the week before. And That's what we do. Yo, man.
1: We out here. <laughs> when you go home man, lock your doors. Close your windows. Close your blinds. Open your blinds. If you see a dude like Joe Bellinelli on your lawn, don't be afraid to use your firearm. I'm from Queens. Shout out to Queens. Friend. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and for the 20th anniversary of Dr. Dre's The Chronic 2001, we will be picking out a song from that album to send us off on this episode. So, this was episode 79, and this is the 20 by 20 podcast. I am Nathan McFly.
1: Your boy, Woodrow. Shout shout out out to the Nation nation. nation of Domination. Shout out to to (laughs) a very strong black faction in the WWE. (laughs) Yeah, shout out. Yeah, nigga, MC Ren up in this motherfucker West West,
0: y'all Yeah, L.A. niggas L.A. niggas rule the world, nigga Y'all niggas gotta recognize you know what I'm saying? Niggas don't want to peep game. You know what I'm saying? But this shit come all the way back around here. My nigga Dre right, dropping heat rocks on y'all bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? You gotta recognize L.A. niggas connected all over the motherfucking world. Nigga, recognize this. Keep that. Now in my younger days, I used to sport a rag, backpack full of cans, plus a 4-4, mag G'd up from the feet up. Bleed up from the sewer, parku up. Logan smoking and drinking till we threw up. up. Atlamir Park, tagging him, fools up. Ditchin' my class just to fuck your school up. You don't want to blast, nigga, tuck your school up. But don't sleep, young niggas quick to shoot you. Now there's another motherfucker with no future. But time by I'm much smoother when I maneuver. Dope like Cuba, got him jumping disciples to the front. I'm Hoover. coming straight out of Compton with a loose cannon. Smoke big green, call it Bruce Banner. Watch your manners at last Another blast from the top notch From way back with the pop rocks I pop rock with ya Picture this Dr. Dre twisting with the licks And Hitman bought a fix Don't trip It's a time bomb in this bitch Hear it tick, 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 tick Wait a minute, it's on I tell it like a true machadelic Weed and cocaine so separate Check it From sundown to sun up Clown and run up The aftermath of V2 in your gut Nigga, boy bro. Smoke on weed,
1: drank and pack heat. Requirements for survival each day In LA It don't
0: stop no, no. We still mashing our pursuit from the cops And lies while we act this way Gimme that mic, fool It's a West Coast Jack move They call me here Cause I spit like Gats do Talk me back bust caps for my Max crew at Fairfax we used to wear Air Max shoes, that's true. But I grew up with niggas jack you harass you. Blast you for that set you claim. Where you from? Mash on you for your Turkish chain. CKBK, loot up or flame. I ran with the gang, I helped niggas get jacked for they Dana the my pants hang below my waistline I look humble on a rumble yeah, yeah. I bang them, like Vince Carter from the baseline Don't waste my time Fuck a scrap and kill a Cali AKs and nines One time sunshines And fine ass bitches Hawaiian tie Drive by six foes on switches I was raised in the hood Caught what the death weather Brothers in the hood refuse to go Hollywood Slugs for the fuck of it Anybody hating on us can suck a dick if I catch you touching mine, you catch a flat line, dead on the floor, better than yours, driving away, getting head from a whore. and save a to the Z, fuck it with me, might get your banned from TV, cassette and CD, it's all mine, the whole nine, the right time, multiply, we don't die, the streets don't lie, what, so neither do I, I'm bad for your health, like putting a pistol up to your face and blasting yourself, five in the morning, burglars at my door, Lock 45 in my dresser drawer. Let him come in, bah, he see the thunder roll. Roll with niggas who buy fifths by the foe and bruise by the case. Slap you in the face with the bass, Dr. Dre lace. Liquid kings with sedans and gold rings. Hate to scope the staff, but can't find no openings. We smoke them, we drank and pack heat. Requirements for survival.